Welcome to the very first Cavoodle-specific podcast, focusing on raising Cavoodles in particular. I'm your host, Tiana Karamayas, a Cavoodle breeder and coach with over 14 years of combined experience raising Cavoodles and working within the health, grooming and training sectors of the small animal industry. As a coach, my philosophy is simple. A Cavoodle should always complement your lifestyle, never complicate it. If you're interested in achieving this with your puppy, then this podcast is for you. Do you have a new Cavoodle or are you thinking of getting one soon? Join my email list via the link in the show notes or at tianacaramayas.com slash essentials for free access to my Cavoodle Essentials ebook, including a new Cavoodle shopping list and a socialization guide. By joining the list, you'll also receive bite-sized tips and advice about raising Cavoodles delivered straight into your inbox each week. Remember to hit the follow button to never miss an episode and also follow me on Instagram at Tiana Karamayas for more tips and advice about raising cavoodles. Hello, welcome back to episode 38 of the Cavoodle Coach podcast. My name is Tiana Karamayas and I'm your host. So firstly, I just wanted to say a really big Merry Christmas to you all. Now I have planned for this episode to come out right after Christmas. So unless something happens, Christmas should have been about two days ago. So Merry Christmas. I hope you had a lovely day. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about week five of the puppy's development. So what we're... So what they are doing this week, what I'm getting up to with the puppies and what their daily routine looks like. So let's get started. Now, week five for the puppies, that goes from days 28 to 35. So at this age, the puppies have outgrown their whelping box. And so what I do is I introduce them to their weaning pen. So this is an extension to the whelping box. It doubles the side. At this point, the puppies are also well and truly um, underway with their toilet training, which means they are outside playing on the grass all day long. Now, at this age, the puppies have learned how to regulate their body temperature. So unless it's raining or unless it's really, really hot, the puppies do spend all day outside. Um, and then they also, when they're inside at night, they have that grass patch that I put in a tray inside the whelping box. So at all times, no matter what they're doing, they have access to real grass. At this age is when I also start to introduce the puppies to doggy doors. I know it sounds crazy as if a four-week-old puppy can do the doggy door but actually they can. So the puppies do the doggy door at this age and this is the socialization period. So they don't have any real fears. So this is when I really um, pay a lot of attention to introducing them to novel and challenging experiences on a daily basis. And I make sure all of these interactions are very, very positive. Now, for their whelping box novelty item exposure, this is continuing, uh, but I am increasing the difficulty of the items being placed in the, inside their whelping boxes or outside on the grass with them. So now I'm doing tunnels, toys on wheels. Um, I'm introducing other dogs to them that are friendly. I'm also, what, what word explains it? You know those boards that you step on and you have to balance, otherwise it wobbles side to side? I don't know the name, but I introduced that to the puppies and they absolutely love it. And the goal here is to teach the puppies to embrace new or challenging situations with resilience rather than with apprehension or fear. Now, if you have a cavoodle or you know of a cavoodle, it's very common for them to be fearful of new things. So that's why it's really important that we start teaching them resilience and capability and confidence from this really young age. 
Now, what I am also focusing on is problem solving for the puppies. Now, there have been studies that show that animals that are given learning and problem solving activities, they mature to be more stable, less easily stressed, less easily frightened, and also have a better learning ability and retention than animals who are only provided with toys and social interaction. So, When it comes to socializing a puppy, while it is very important that they are meeting other animals, other dogs, and they're playing with toys, it's even more important that they have challenges and problem-solving activities so that they learn how to overcome mildly frustrating scenarios. Now, another reason why it's really important that the puppies are introduced to these problem-solving activities is that there is some neurological research that shows that both animals and humans who are unable to deal with frustration are much more likely to be aggressive. And that's why it's really, really important that the puppies learn from this very young age when they're very impressionable how to deal with these frustrated emotions with these problem-solving activities. Now, these problem-solving activities, they're not very difficult. If you head over to my Instagram page at Tiana Karamais or at Cavuto Coach, I will show you examples of these problem-solving activities, but they're very low stress. They're not difficult at all, but it provides just enough of a challenge for the puppies to have to think. Now, During this socialization period, it's also a very important time for me to begin separation anxiety prevention training with the puppies. Separation anxiety, we all know, is the most common behavioral issues for cavoodles. So I start to lay the foundation of preventing this at five weeks of age when the puppies are between days 28 and 35. So What I do is each day for only a few minutes, I separate the puppies from the rest of their little mates and that way they are starting to learn how to be on their own. And throughout the day, I don't spend the whole day with the puppies. They spend their day outside and I come out at different intervals to play with them or feed them or even do some training with them, which leads me into the next part of my curriculum program. So I start to use positive reinforcement training with the puppies from this age. And that's when they start to use something called manding. Manding is amazing. It's teaching the puppies to sit for our attention rather than jump on our legs. And this is so beneficial when you bring a new puppy home for them to sit instead of jump all over your guests. It's really, really helpful. And I also start teaching them something called a marker signal. Now, marker signals bridge the gap between the cue so the exercise such as a sit and the reward so marker signals are very very important and this goes hand in hand with also teaching the puppies to offer behaviors now all of the training that I do I'm not going into too much detail because that is part of the program that I am creating for you all Uh, but let me just say that puppies who were raised by me go to the new homes having gone through the entire program as if they've already completed puppy school at a higher extent than what other dogs do because I include a lot more cavoodle specific exercises. And finally, the last thing that I start introducing to the puppies this week is their crate training. Yes, I do send my puppies to their new homes, fully crate trained, sleeping through the night, zipped in their crate. And this training starts from this week. So from days, oh, I've forgotten the days now, uh, from week five. Uh, and that's when I start popping a crate inside of their whelping box and they can start choosing to sleep in it and then moving from the crate onto the grass during the night to go to the toilet. And as the weeks go on, I start zipping that crate close. So crate training is amazing and it's so easy to teach at this age, which is why it's so important that a breeder knows exactly what they are able to do and accomplish at this young age with the puppies because it's truly incredible. All right, so that is it for 
week five of the puppies' lives. They spend their days outside. I'll also mention that they are almost fully weaned off their mum, if not already fully weaned off Nessie at this stage, depending on when this episode comes out. Alrighty. So if you have learned something new in this episode, please share it with your friends who have cavoodles. It's really important for you to understand what the impact a breeder can have at this age. And if you do want to share it with your friends, just hit the share button, copy the link and send it off to them. I would also love to hear your feedback on this podcast. So if you are liking it, if you are loving it, please leave a rating and a review. I do read them all and I do really appreciate it. And if you haven't already, please also remember to follow this podcast so that you get a notification every time an episode episode is released on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you are on Apple Podcasts, simply hit the plus button at the top of the screen. And if you are on Spotify, simply hit the follow button. Alrighty, I will see you in the next episode. This has been your Cavoodle Coach, Tiana Karamayas. See you later.